Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Bastards Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how there is only one letter that doesn't appear in any U.S. state name. X. Nope. My name is Michael Basinger, and with me are Brad Polly. Hi. Matt Polly. Hi. <laughs> Together, we are the Inglorious Bastards. Welcome to the show, Brad. <laughs> Glad you could make it this week. <laughs> Uh, Are we still doing this thing? Huh? I'm getting a text message from Steve Austin. It says, uh, oh my gosh. It's yeah. Epic. Yeah. I knew it would be. Waiting sure. for mine. I'm I sure. knew it was coming. Well, Steve Austin's coming oh on the show God. later. Oh, well, well, Going to delete that. God. <laughs> need, to, need to make that go away. Let's, yep. let's go How ahead and make we, that go away. How do I delete? There we go. I, no. yeah. I just feel like this episode is like the most... It's the worst one ever. I feel like it's it's already the worst <laughs> podcast we've ever done. It's not bad. It'll be edited out for for your listening pleasure. Uh-huh. But heavily edited. Uh, announcements: Third year anniversary is March twenty third, uh, two thousand nineteen, six p.m. Bloomington, Indiana. RSVP Facebook dot com slash Pastors Podcast. Um, yeah, and there's a little attendees group in there too. If you search for it, mm-hmm. we, we might have a venue. We're not sure. Yeah, we have, <laughs> need to double check. Has that. anybody made contact? Or are we I just, keep uh, forgetting. Are we just winging it? Or <laughs> yeah, okay, see. good. That's great. <laughs> I know. I got it, Michael. That's what I deleted. I saw it. You don't have to show it to me again. I don't know if you got the same one. I, I got did. the same one, buddy. Yeah. thought maybe we might have got a collector series. No, nope. it's a group text. He sent it to all of us. Right. I just I, I don't think I've ever been this early in the podcast and wanted to go <laughs> home. to go home. So bad. I just want to go to bed. I just want to go home. Uh, what are we drinking? What did we drink already? What's going uh, on? Well, in the future, we will uh, be drinking uh, Sierra Nevada... They're Trip in the Woods Barrel Age Series. It's their Ginger Bigfoot. It was good. Yeah, it's ale it's, aged in I whiskey mean, barrels. <laughs> you better like ginger. You better like ginger with ginger added. It, it's definitely heavy on the ginger, but it's it was good. Yeah. And it's like 11 some percent, so I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah. yeah. I, need, I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> what are we what, are we doing this now or not? No. Well, yeah, that's yeah. fine. All right. Uh, so this is the final uh, two in our uh, Buffalo Trace single barrel. Wood floor, concrete, concrete floor series. Hmm. Um, so we've got uh, this one's the wood floor from. Let's see, barrel two fifty six, warehouse K wood floor. So, how do you feel about that one? It's good. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't like that one. I feel like it's pretty flabby. There's not a whole lot to it. Much like myself. I mean, there's just like it's not very. I don't know. It's it tastes pretty watery to me. Pretty smooth. Yeah, but like overly smooth. Like yeah. like it's missing something. Yeah, like there's just not a lot of depth to that at all. I mean, it's fine. I w- I mean, I would kick it out of bed. That's definitely I think the worst of the six so far. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Really? I think I it's would. the worst of the wood floors. Well, it's the worst of the worst of the wood floors. I would put it the worst we've had yet. That's interesting. That I probably would too. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind that, of it's like still, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. It's not gross. It just is. It it it's it's lacking for sure. And yeah, 
Like the one last week, the wood floor one last week had so much character to it, mm-hmm. and it was yeah, it did like just so so good, even more than the first week. Yeah, did. yeah, mm. it's fine. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I'll finish it, but I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I'll totally <laughs> finish the bottle, but it's fine. All right, is the <sighs> concrete floor? Uh, barrel four twenty eight from Warehouse K concrete eight. floor. Let's dish it up. A little pour on this one. Oh boy! Oops. All, Oops. Over, yep. all over there my go. hand, actually. You're a mess. I keep on falling in love. Okay. All right. Here we go. Concrete floor. So that's got a different uh, here, aroma pass that to back it as to well. That's almost got the wood floor like aroma to it. Thank you, babe. All right. All right. Here we go. Really spicy. Yeah, that is very spicy. Hmm. It's probably the least smooth of the concretes. Yeah. The yeah. Co- the concretes have been a little. Uh, they've been uh, a little more burned to them. Yeah. A little more burned. They've had a lot less of the oak flavor. Mm-hmm. They've had a lot more the licorice. of the licorice and mm-hmm. clove notes. Yeah. And, um. It's fine. It's better than the wood floor one this week. Yeah. It's got, a, it's got character to yeah, it. I, mean, far I like the wood floor one better, actually. Do you really? Yeah, this one's you just can too, have that one. too bitey. Right in my face. Um, it's uh, it's got a re- that one's got a long finish on mm-hmm. it. I will say, long finish. So yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> I still think uh, the do not like that one. The wood floor from last week was my favorite. Yeah. So we're gonna fight over who gets what. I get that yeah. one. Called it. Spoiler. You, Michael's the only the one that week. like. You're the, I get no, the first you're the week. only one. I don't want the the, the shittiest of the three. You said you like. I that said one. it's the shittiest of the three. <laughs> it's the worst of the three. I call first week. What? Make some old fashions with it or something. Hey, It'll don't be fine worry. For old fashions. Brad right here is going to leave his alcohol here anyway. So it's a good point. I'll just switch the bottles. Okay. <laughs> just get a funnel. <laughs> Come back. It's an amazing jar. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally dropped. I right. was switching bottles. <laughs> uh, things, okay, this round is on the Pastor's Pub. If Thanks, guys. you'd uh, like to buy this round, go to uh, patreon.com slash Pastor's Podcast. Uh, you will get access to our spinoff podcasts, uh, access to the Pastor's Pub. It's a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and everything else. Um, things discussed in the pub this week. There were turd meetups in Chicago and Seattle. Same night. Yeah, same yeah, night. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, for those of you who don't know, those are just when our listeners get together and out of with people that are randomly near them and hang out. Yeah, go get something to drink usually. Mm-hmm. Um, Shawshank Redemption. I don't know. I saw somebody post about that. Yeah, uh, Steve Austin did. Oh yeah, Steve Austin. What, what do you know? Mm-hmm. Who? Her. Top five movie, I think, for me. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. It's one of it's those. Really that if it's on, I'm I'm, I'm watching, watching it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, that was the longest night of his life. Switchfoot, Glenn Hansard, of Monte Pedro Crisco. the Lion, That's and Christo, James Blake. You dumb shit. Uh, uh, all dropping new music. Uh, James Blake album listed today. It's good. I haven't listened to that yet. There's no uh, reason I should like James really Blake. Really like yet, the uh, Pedro yeah. the Lion album. That's a good album. I've listened yep. to about three songs of the Switchfoot. I listened it. to that one. That's a and good I haven't one. listened to a Switchfoot album in 15 years. Yeah. Really? Literally. Yeah. Wow. No, this this is a pretty. It's a pretty. The solid last one, one of those I bought. What was the 
really popular one way back in the day that had Welcome we, to the Planet. That song we on were here. meant to live for so much. Oh, more. beautiful yeah. letdown. Yeah, that's the last yeah. Switchfoot album I've listened to. I think you get it at Walmart for like seven fifty. Yeah, I'm sure you probably. Can. Yeah, but no, I liked it. I, mm-hmm. the, yep. What I've heard so far, it's so. all. It's a pretty. I listened all yeah. the way through. It's pretty solid. Yeah, they really. I mean, they, they just make solid rock music. It's super non-offensive. Yeah, so that's good. Um, multiple penis latte art picks. And yeah, videos. there was a lot of penis this week in the pub. Yeah, a lot of, lot of penis latte. Latte, latte yeah. art penis. Well, it's, where so I, where really, was I? I um, didn't see yeah. any of that. There, were, there were at least two, so that's multiple. <laughs> it's an epidemic. There's enough for it's, me to say. It's a penis I've latte a lot epidemic. Of latte penis latte epidemic. Um, and then we also discovered that Indiana is only slightly smaller than England and that uh, it houses more people than Ireland. So isn't that weird? No, I can I can I see, that. see that. I did not see that coming. I know because Indiana, as far as states go, not huge. Yeah. No, I mean it's, it's as big as Illinois, basically. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, guess I expected Ireland to be bigger, like to have more people in it. Hmm. A lot of seems sheep. like seems like there's a lot more uh, uh, Irish people than there are Hoosiers. Used to be a lot of snakes there too, but somebody ran them off. Yeah. <laughs> Hell. Yeah, I don't think that's true. St. Patrick. With his loot or something, he played him he out. Did. He played him off. He played him off. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he just sits, but on a loot. What does that mean to play us out? God damn it! Fuck it. We'll play it live. Do it live. Uh, <laughs> fucking thing sucks. <laughs> Still my favorite internet clip of all yeah. time. Bill O'Reilly. The remixes are pretty... Oh, my God. Yeah. Laughed myself sick the first time I saw the remix of that. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck it. You've got to look it up. The The yeah. Bill O'Reilly freakout remix. Yep. If you haven't, it is just... It's, it's pretty epic. Amazing. Um, we, we don't have uh, uh, anything... Next, another uh, segment we never. Let's do a. Let's do a. Uh, uh, <laughs> CCM corner. Yeah, CCM All corner. Right, well, I'll play this song and then we'll pause and figure out what we're gonna do. So. Hey, <laughs> come over and have a seat. This is the CCM corner. I literally get half chub every time he talks. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. Okay, I don't know. Just read it, Bill. Whatever it is, it's not right. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pause now. Yeah, and we're and we're back now. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Brett's having a melt. Brett's Brett's very excited right now. Are we gonna do CCM Corner? Or Brett's, what are you do? Brett's very inebriated. Are we right doing now. something else, Brad? <laughs> no, do do CCM Corner. Right. <laughs> I once played this song. Uh, well, I actually once. Uh, sang the song with accompaniment track in church. <laughs> I swear. Just imagine a bunch of gray hairs listening to this song. Oh, that's good, Brother Michael. Uh, uh, the third day of our generation. Sonic Blood, baby. Yeah, that's bad. I played the shit. Yeah, the me song, too. Man. Yeah. Oh. So good. So sexy, too. Ooh, break it down. Yeah. 
in my secret spot, you're gonna be there. Yeah, just say, show me where God touched you. He's gonna wait for you. <laughs> in the bunghole. I wanna know you more in the biblical sense. God, it's such a creepy ass song. It yeah. is. Here's where you breathe. to touch you. God doesn't have a face. But here's the thing. In what way does that even make sense? It doesn't. I just want to touch you, Brad. It doesn't make sense at all. What's the goal? What's the fucking goal? For heaven. G-spot. What price? The G-spot. Pressing onward, pushing every hinge aside. Uh, that isn't sex. I don't know what it is. I want to know you. I want to hear your voice. I want to know you more. He's not gonna do that because God isn't talking to any of us. I sang, I that, I sang this on my wedding night. More and more, Brad. Right. Oh, break, break it down. down. We had to push every hindrance aside. Break it down before you play the same three goddamn chords. Brad, I just want to know Sing it, Nell. I'll take you to I'll take it your way. Huh? 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 Passionately, guys. God, this is terrible. Turn this shit off. Yeah, that's about enough of that. It was such an easy song to play. It was uh, GCD, literally. Yeah, yeah, I think it was an E minor. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. I bet I could play it right now if I pick the guitar. I could, too. Guaranteed. Yep, easily. Next week, we all bring our guitars. That's something we haven't done. Oh, oh my God, that would be so funny. What do you bet our shitty Christian radio station is still playing this song? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, there's like 15 versions of it online. Like, I just came up with a with a with a pastor's uh, spin-off idea. Are you ready, guys? No. Sure. Pastor's uh, worship circle. Wow. Yeah. We're let's nope. do it. No, no we're, we're not, not doing, doing that. that. Yeah, let's do it. Nope. Let's fucking do it. Nope. Hardest of passes. <laughs> nope. I can't do it. <laughs> we'll do it live. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it live! Fuck it! There's no, there's no words on it, Fuck it! We'll do it live! Fuck it! I've never seen that. Fucking thing sucks! There's no words there! Fuck it! There's no, there's no words on it, Fuck it! We'll do it live! Fuck it! I've never seen that. Fucking thing sucks! There's no words there! I don't know, 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 fuck! I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, fuck! I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what- Go, go, I can't do it! This is why the internet is amazing. I can't do it. Oh my god, I love that so much. I'm not kidding. The first time I saw that, I was literally could not breathe. I was laughing yeah. so hard. Oh god, he's such a cartoon of a human being. Uh. Oh shit, newsfeed. Fuck, I should probably. Well. Some, somebody else go first. <laughs>
All right. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know if I even know anything. I got a couple. Yeah, let's see. Uh, okay, let's so see from The Guardian. Oh, fuck, I don't. All, right. um, uh, all aboard the Flat Earth Cruise. Whoop, whoop. Um, I got a theme song for oh. There we go. Bunch of dips. Kyrie Irving's there. God, I hope it sinks. That's yep. a goddamn idiots. I uh, hope they find the edge and they fall right here's off the, thing. the edge of it. A group of people who believe the Earth is flat have announced their biggest, boldest, best adventure yet, a flat Earth cruise scheduled for 2020. The cruise, organized by the Flat Earth International Conference, uh, promises to be a lovely time. Flat Earthers who include the rapper B.O.B. Bob. That's, I guess, in reality television person, Tila Tequila. Uh, is she a thing still? I do I can't believe she hasn't died. Wasn't of she big on MySpace? We'll be, we'll be able to enjoy restaurants, swimming pools, and perhaps even an artificial surf wave. Gee, that's a name I never thought There's I'd There's just one again. problem for those seeking to celebrate the flatness of the Earth. The navigational systems cruise ships and other vessels use rely on the fact that the Earth is not flat. So Tila Tequila is a flat earther? Is that? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you got to do something to stay in the news. Uh-huh. Ships navigate Jeez. based on the principle that the Earth is round, says Hank Kager, a former cruise ship captain who sailed all over the globe during a 23-year career. Nautical charts are designed with that in mind, that the Earth is round. <laughs> so these morons are getting on a ship that relies on the Earth being round to navigate and trusting God. that navigation. Wow. What a bunch of goddamn idiots. I know. Uh, so he says that you know with GPS, there's a, minimum, there's a reason there's 24 satellites used uh, ba- it's because it's based on the curvature of the Earth. So a minimum, a minimum of three satellites are required to determine a position. But someone located on the other side of the Earth would also like to know their position, so they also require a certain number of satellites. Had the Earth been flat, a total of three satellites would have been enough to provide this information to everyone on Earth. But it's not enough. I have no patience for these Because the Earth is, a, is none, round. None yeah. at all. Um, not one bit. Wow. The F- FEIC claims that after, quote, extensive experimentation... Analysis in research, its adherents came to believe the Earth is not a sphere. A common model offered for the exact topography of the Earth is that it is a large disk surrounded by a quote ice wall barrier, Antarctica. Wow. Uh, the Flat Earth Society, uh, which is not connected to the FEIC, might as well be, um, has suggested that the space agencies of the world conspired to fake space travel and exploration. This likely began during the Cold War. The Flat Earth Society says. The USSR and USA were obsessed with beating each other into space to the point that each faked their accomplishments in an attempt to keep pace with the other's supposed achievements. Just, I, I hope excuse, it sinks. Excuse I don't me, even, guys. I'll I know. Be there. Excuse me, guys. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. God. You know, the military could do the world a big favor and just sink put it. a drone strike sink on it. this fucking thing. Just sink thing. this boat. Yep, God. I know. I literally can't even with these idiots. No. <clears throat> like, there's a lot of dumb theories in the oh world, and that's God. fine. But, like, this one, it's it's just literal. It's willful ignorance. It like, is. it's just literally willful. It's ignorance. willful ignorance. And yeah. there's, there's no reason for it. Like, I don't understand the reasoning behind, like, this is the hill you want to die on is yeah. the shape of the earth. Like, why? Why die on that hill? It doesn't. Because of the firmament. Why does it matter to you? <laughs> like... <laughs> I guess. I just I don't get why I don't it matters. Even know what the fuck that means? That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty proud of that joke too. Uh, uh, um, because of the. <laughs> I just I don't I just don't get why it's even a thing. Like uh, sink that shit. 
Yeah, I sneak yeah. it. I know. I it, I wouldn't mourn. God, I just I, yeah. It's I cannot deal with just completely willful ignorance, and uh, our world is full of it right now. Well, we elected we elected it full of it. Yeah, like. In the face of data and facts, people just go, nah, it's not true. Oh, I got okay. A conspiracy theory. I mean, Hillary just, Clinton, there's a pizza shop in fucking Washington, D.C. Yeah. I, I mean, there's, there's, there's pictures of the round earth. Like, I don't no, even NASA know. No, NASA fake those. God. Yeah. I no, just, it's just, it's just. George Lucas made those with. It's just, I, I don't. I, I don't get. I don't get why that's a hill that needs to be die, that they need to die on. I don't get it. Like, why choose that one? You're fired. I don't know. Because there's probably people making shitloads of people money off bored, of believing man. this. Yeah, they're, that's probably true. They're probably making ads. Because speeds. idiot companies like Vice keep giving them a platform. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah, they're making money on off YouTube. Well, we've just reached a point where fact is opinion and opinion is fact. I mean, how, that's, that's how Ryan's toy review exists. That's the <laughs> that's a terrible <laughs> yeah. idea. Well, it's like... It's that's like, the downside remember, of social media. I remember uh, uh, Brian Green, the theoretical physicist Brian Green... Yeah. His uh, episode of You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes was awesome. He was talking about a class he was teaching, and they had an online forum. Mm-hmm. And a student, he was presenting facts to no. so the student, and the student was literally like, well, we're going to have to agree to disagree on this. He's like, no. Yeah. He's like, it's well, that's an interesting fucking, choice of phrase. It's fact. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't dispute that. It's literally facts. Yeah. Like, that's what that is. Yep. You can't just say... Oh, well, we can agree to disagree. No, we can't fucking agree to disagree. Nope. We can't agree to disagree mm-hmm. on stuff like climate change. Yeah. No, it's happening. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, there are some things that are just facts, and whether you like it or not, they're still facts. So the the, the, the truth doesn't need your opinion to make no, it valid. it doesn't. It's either true or it's not true, so. I'm just mad. I want to go home. <laughs> From uh, Newsweek.com. Uh, where jizz is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when he says something like that, he automatically just chases it with something that has nothing yeah. to do with what he just said. <laughs> Michael's if you, Michael's strategy for digging himself out of a hole has always been to just get a just shovel keep digging. and keep digging. Just keep digging. Yeah, it works every time. No, it doesn't. If, not even just digging. It's listen, digging and throwing the dirt back onto himself. He just shovels it and throws it up on himself. Listeners, shovels it, throws it up on himself. If you had a button in front of you that said, the chipmunks, the gambler, you can't tell me you wouldn't push that goddamn button. Not for and that. That's what I did. Not after I just said where jizz comes first. It. Oh my god! Sorry. You got to know when the hole. Michael. <laughs> I'm glad you're having a good time. <laughs> uh, you know what we should do? We should start. I'm pressing on, pressing on. All just let me know when you're done. All right, you can go. No! Retire the R. Kelly. <laughs> God damn it, Michael. Retire that. R. Kelly he is a shitty, shitty person. He is. Oh, my God. All right, go ahead. Florida drug-sniffing canine called Jake overdoses <laughs> while screening passengers boarding, <laughs> an, boarding an EDM party cruise ship. Drug sniffing dog working for police in Florida. What does that look like? Florida dog. Sit there and eat his own cock for two hours. <laughs> Is that what an overdosing dog looks like? He's got bloodshot eyes and he just licks his dick for two hours. Just gnawing on his crotch. <laughs> well, we got some ecstasy here. He apparently he's enjoying that. 
<laughs> See it, color wall sucking his own rod. <laughs> this weekend, dog sucks own rod segment. <laughs> Polly, what do you have for us? A uh, Brevard County uh, Sheriff's Office canine called Jake was screening passengers boarding for Holy Ship, an wow. electronic dance music experience taking place on the, Nor- the Norwegian epic. And you people think hell doesn't exist. <laughs> Here's the thing. If there's a Norwegian cruise ship for EDM music, it's like... If you're, I'm surprised it's not Norwegian shit. We, 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 like we had a former co-worker. He was probably on that ship. Shooting fish I'm calling it right now. I'm calling right now. Billy was on that ship. <laughs> Billy's like, yes. Billy is straight edge, though. Uh, um, EDM cruise ship. My God. More than a dozen people were arrested for trying to bring oh, I have support. a bad feeling about this. Organizers listed two tours this year on Wednesday as a second was set to embark. The canine allegedly discovered a batch of drugs before falling suddenly ill. The dog was given Narcon by a crew member. Jesus! Oh, a geez. narcotic often used to treat overdoses in humans. My oh, God! Jake started having some problems with balance, had some type of seizure incident of some sort, oh, man. was gnawing on his own dick, <laughs> and, was showing effects of, and was showing effects of having inhaled some substance. Um, yeah, so... So the pup ingested it. Literally sounds like a Cheech and Chong gag. It does. Like a well, didn't the didn't the didn't the, dr- oh, the weed van the drug right. dog sniffed it yes. and died? Yes. If I remember nice. correctly, yes. yeah. On up and was that up and smoke? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've never seen anybody take that much acid before, man. Um. Yeah. Anyway, the drugs were linked to a passenger, a 33 year old. What are you doing on a cruise ship? What, what You're 33 fucking doing years on a, old on an EDM. What are you doing ship? on a cruise ship for EDM? You're 33. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> He's gonna rip some tang on that X. <laughs> oh, look at the sweet puppy. Look at that. Oh, it's a golden, a golden retriever. Oh, what a good boy. That sweet Damn puppy it. gnawing his own dick off. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so they were screening passengers and just found, holy well, shit yeah, is what it's called. It's an called. EDM <laughs> music festival on a ship. God. They it have was, a zero, organizers warn they have a zero tolerance, par, tolerance policy oh, in force. Yeah, and right. I'm sure, sure EDM doesn't did. exist without ecstasy. Yes. I hate to break your heart. And there's Nobody's no there for the Dave Matthews If anyone concert. was sober for two seconds, they'd wake up and go, oh God, this music is shit. Nobody's there for <laughs> Nobody the music. Nobody's there. there for the pacifiers Except and the glow sticks Billy. in the two Billy, Billy's all, right? all about it, man. Nobody's there for that. They're there for the ecstasy. So anyway, yeah. My little puppy got overdosed. Had to get Narcon shot. <laughs> for who's a good boy find the drugs though oh, who's God. a good boy all right um <clears throat> who's a good puppy world's biggest great white shark snapped off of hawaii oh my god bro he did what i think he i saw a picture take a pic found pic they have okay. pictures okay. okay this fucking thing okay hold on i'll show you a group of divers came face to face with the shark that is half the length of a bus what pretty big shark they think it's up to 20 feet long same. This thing is fifty. They think fifty years old. They, okay. So they tagged. God damn it! Anything <laughs> of our foot in your thing just weighs lying. two and a half tons. They gave it the name Deep Blue. So they radio. Did it eat Samuel L. Jackson? Hold on. <laughs> they they saw this. Cool they saw this shark. The one. last time this shark had been spotted was in 2014. Mm-hmm. And so they so happened tagged, to, probably. Yeah. So okay. they happened to find it. Dude, fucking look at this picture with the diver touching it. Oh, my 
God. Bro. Look at that. Why is the diver touching the great white shark? They can give him one bite? I get away from that thing. Yeah, I mean they've got, they have GoPro video of him swimming up to it and touching it. There's no, there is no fucking way on earth I would get anywhere. I hope the, in the I hope the shark would thing. like the taste of shit because that's what would literally be I filling, mean, filling what, my wetsuit. Would you go? Would you get near it if you had Samuel L. Jackson and LL Cool J by your side? The the divers no, swears, they both got eaten. So the no. diver swears that some sharks actually seek touch. Yeah, it's so, called eating people. Says she swam <laughs> away, escorted by two rough-toothed dolphins. Huh. Hmm. So I. So I they named, caught? Did they catch it? They no, named, no, no, and no. They oh, named okay. those dolphins they, lunch and dinner. They let it go. <laughs> yeah, they let it go. Uh, I mean, they didn't even catch it. They were just. I, how would water, how would you catch it? Like you wouldn't. And I mean, this thing. I know people catch I, sharks, but like, like the pictures. Look at this. You look did, at this picture. I mean, the picture, like, you'd have to have a crane to catch that thing. Like, a literal I just, crane. I, it's it's absolutely freaking insane. Yeah, that's bonkers. So, yeah, like, 50 feet long. No, 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 20 feet long, 50 years old. Great whites are not, I mean, they, they're impressive animals. Like, I wonder if you get to the, if, it, it, maybe these sharks get to a certain size where they don't even need to be, like, aggressive anymore. Yeah. Like, how maybe. aggressive can a two and a half ton shark be, I no. guess, maybe? I <laughs> Fairly aggressive, I'm guessing. Well, maybe, but yeah. Anyway, that's um, that's a big shark. It's a big fucking shark. Yeah. That is big. Uh, uh, that reminds me of um, <laughs> what? Do you remember LL uh, Cool J had a song that came out about that movie? Roundaway Girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which movie are we talking about? Deep Blue Sea. Uh, it's not one of his. Not one of his highlights. No. His hat is like a shark's fin. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like it sounds like Christian rap. Yeah. His hat is like a shark's fin, deep as bluest. All right, turn this off. All right. Absolute garbage. You made a police. In a music video. Police raid home for meth, and also find a dead bald eagle in in a freezer. God damn it. I was going to use this one. Oh, God are you damn real? it. Yes. Sorry, man. That's fine. I've got 18 more. <laughs> this is such a great story, uh, though. Anderson, Missouri. They searched two homes. Police searched two homes on Tuesday. They seized 58 grams of meth, a gun, a stolen <laughs> ATV, and a stolen horse trailer. Oh, and a dead bald eagle. This fucking guy. <laughs> this guy looks like Sam Elliott on meth. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, if Sam Elliott went on a six-month meth bender, that's what Sam Elliott would look he like. He looks like he's got something on, I don't even, like a moth, a giant moth on his on his mouth. Uh, so, they, yeah, so it's a, it's a, and that's a federal crime to kill a, kill a bald yeah. eagle. Oh, yeah, you think. Yeah, they tend to protect those. Um, and it's illegal to possess one, whether living or dead. What was he going to, everybody was going to so, mount it. So, I bet sixty-five it. year old, sixty-five. Why are you, why are you I, selling meth at sixty-five? <laughs> God, because the EDM he's boat was saving full. Up, Jesus Christ. He's saving up he's to saving get up it taxidermy. No, he's saving up for he's saving up money for the next EDM cruise. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, what the fuck, he's, man? He's like, going to get that thing stuffed. Well, yeah, not anymore. So they, he's not. No, they found it dead in a freezer. Oh yeah. Hmm. 
That's what you do. I bet. I bet you anything. Animals. I bet you anything. He was going to taxidermy that. I'd be oh, surprised yeah. if anybody would. I well. Oh, I, I know some guys. Yeah, I was going to say. Who it, do you know that taxidermies? No, no, no. There are no. Wait, no, wait. I want to hear the answer I, to this. I, Who do you know that taxidermies? My, my cousin's husband. Never mind. <laughs> I swear. Is this the angel? No, a different. Okay. No, this is my cousin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> True story. Uh, bald eagle shit. Yeah, I've been wanting to do one of those forever. Can't yeah. find them anywhere. I guarantee somebody would do it. Yeah, I mean, it's for every. I'm guessing for every one legit taxidermy business, there's about four. Oh yeah, really, there's... really not legit. Mm-hmm. My favorite are the people that are just trying to get into the into the business. That's a, that's a legit thing. People do want to get it's into just a guy with a room in the back of his trailer. I'll just cut his hands open, shove some of them stuffed peanuts up there, and we'll be, we'll be good to go. It is it is a for real thing, man. So we had multiple things taxidermy that my parents. You owns. want them peanuts in there? Or you want some bubble wrap? Which one do you want stuffed with? Oh my god. Well, so there, there you have it. Yeah. All right. All right. What do you have, Michael? All right. Uh, I got some some updates from previous episodes. Girl, you know. What are you, you doing? Know, I don't need you know, man. I like red beads. Dang it! What I thought that was the video. This? What are you doing? That was the video for Around the Way, girl. Oh, Dang it! All right. Uh, updates on a couple of previous episodes. I think this is the last episode, actually. Uh, group drinks wine from Pringles cans in Walmart parking lot in honor of <laughs> banned for doing so. Love it. So Austin, Texas. More than ten. Thousand people indicated they had interest. Two thousand said they would attend. Wow! Um, the news crews were there. Um, yep, they were. They met in a Walmart that's, parking lot. That's pretty amazing. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, drove electric scooters and drank from the Pringles can. I <laughs> <laughs> said, "You want to ride in an electric scooter while you drink from a Pringles can? That's cool. You want to sit on the tailgate of your Ford F-150? That's fine too." <laughs> I think the point is drinking out of the Pringles can. I think that's the whole point. Police were aware of the event but did not intervene. Uh, Police said an open container violation or violation is a misdemeanor and comes with a two hundred dollar fine. No one was fined, so they're not gonna they're not gonna do it. It's a waste of paperwork. Yeah, Yeah. nobody nobody wants to write that shit up. Uh, I'm not gonna. This is this is a a bonus. I'm not gonna send this to you guys, so you don't have to share it. So this is just a quick blurb that I think it's it's relevant to um something we got going on um to catch a predator host is busted by police oh no <laughs> uh not not for what you think but uh i'm chris hansen no you're not is that no you're not yes i am uh he, he was busted for um writing a bad check in larceny after agreeing to pay a vendor for thirteen thousand dollars for marketing material Thirteen thousand dollars for marketing material. Jeez. Just play that clip. I'm Chris Hansen. No, you're not. I'm Chris Hansen. No, you're not. Is that? No, you're not. Yes, I am. Um, yep. Uh... So, to catch a predator, to catch a to catch a predator, host. Hmm. Here we go. Sorry, yeah. right got there, there, didn't you? Yeah, got. There. Took you a minute. Landed. You landed. Um, so, um, a grocery store. This is a good story. Grocery store with free food just opened to help workers during the shutdown. Well, that's great. So, Kraft. Um, uh, bon Jovi's doing free meals, by the way, at his restaurant for workers. Bon Jovi has a fucking mm-hmm. restaurant. But it's I just saw. I right literally next just to saw. Wall it. Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> but he's opening his restaurant to to it's workers. It's called Slippery yeah. When Wet. 
<laughs> to, to, to government workers or just his own workers? No, government workers. Okay. No, federal workers, yeah. I've actually seen a lot of restaurants mm-hmm. doing that. So Kraft mm-hmm. is doing it. Uh, they opened up a grocery store. Um, just basically um, get what you need. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, kind of bullshit to have to deal with that, but. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Where, where did my news feed go? I think I you're, a, you've done like four stories already, haven't not, you? No, that one I'm not going to send you. What? I had one on here. Which one aren't you going to send? The the Chris Hansen. Nobody cares about that. Oh, okay. Uh, please stop putting parsley up your vagina. It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, this made it into the pub. Um, <laughs> Pastor's PSA. This is a, a, a jo- joining a long list of herbs and vegetables you should not put in your vagina. Uh, comes jade parsley. Eggs. Jade eggs are fine, though. And, and go ahead and steam that shit. It's fine. Nope. Gwyneth Paltrow said Steam the so. parsley or the... No, steam some steam your veg. Nope. Um, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow Mar- said it was good. Marie, Marie Claire published an article on how to bring your period... Uh, on how, how to bring on your period, which contained uh, concerning a health-based remedy. So I don't know if people would want to bring their period... Is there on. a remedy to periods? It sounds like they're trying to delay the cycle or something like that. Parsley can soften the cervix and uh, level out hormonal imbalances that could be delaying your cycle. So it helps your period come faster. Um, I don't really think this is... I don't think the science really checks out on that, I'm guessing. I don't know. Science alert says... Stop uh, putting food up your vagina or in your ass. Like, stop. A woman died last year stop. after stop. inserting parsley into her vagina. You know why? Because you're not supposed to put stuff in your vagina like food. What about cucumbers? No. Put a dick or a vibrator. <laughs> wow. Or whatever toy <laughs> you're into, but don't well, put food up your vagina. Seriously, it's not that hard. But what if you're embarrassed to go buy a vibrator? Then what do you do? I don't, Mike, I don't know. I'm not Dr. Ruth. I don't know. Don't put food up your cooch. Just Can we don't. do an episode with just Matt as Dr. Ruth? Oh, my God. Yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that. It's going to be, stop. Just don't do it anymore. Stop. Sit on my face and tell me that you love me. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, so don't, don't, don't. Can you be done now? I can be done if you need me to. Yeah, I'd prefer you be done. <laughs> Oh, what do we have to say about Steve Austin before he comes on? That hasn't been said before. Oh, my God. Just Google him. Um, Well, it's hard to Google him because there's stone cold out there. Uh, Go to IamSteveAustin.com. Steve Austin. Steve Austin. He's a life coach, a author. uh, He um, is a translator for American Sign Language. Mm Um. He's a good dude. Check out his, his podcast, Catching Your Breath, which is cons- consequently named after his um, book. Both I highly recommend. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's about this it. This is Steve Austin. Um, this is this is the, the further up, further in for Steve Austin. Yep. Here we go. Further up, further further in. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Steve Austin here with us. Steve, how are you doing today? Just God. kidding. God damn it, Steve. <laughs> God. We're off, to a, we're off to a good start. 
This is great. Well, y'all were all worried about me showing up drunk, so I'm just going to show you that I don't need alcohol. <laughs> oh, God. You're just high on life. I feel like I got a point to prove. So, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> That's good. Um, How are y'all? I'm doing all right. <laughs> How are you guys what about doing? Other two bastards. Oh, I'm I'm fine. I've got a bunch of shit under my house, like literal, literal. shit, literal human shit. Why? Oh, <laughs> I've got a busted drain pipe somewhere. I was crawling around in it today and couldn't find it, so I've got to pay a plumber, God knows how much money tomorrow to come out and uh, crawl around in your shit. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. Miserable. I would rather pay someone to crawl around in my. That's shit fair. Than that's crawl one, around it on my. That's own. one of those you you just spend the money. Yeah. Yep, I yep. got under mm-hmm. there and I was in nope. about ten feet in the door into the crawl space and I was like, uh, yeah, oh boy, that that's not mud. I can't. Yeah, believe I don't you didn't think vomit. that's mud. How did you not vomit? I held it together all right. Oh. So you're basically you're basically Tim Robbins and Shawshank. <laughs> yes, exactly. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Crawling through the most foul smelling yep. shit that I can imagine. Yep. Matt, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm fine. All right. I'm fine. Steve, how are you? Are we ready to do this? Or do we wanna... Heck yeah. Should we pray before we get started? Or... <laughs> I mean, well. maybe. Come and speak in tongues? <laughs> no. I'm a well practice. No. Well show, no. Me what, show me what you Come can do on. with that. Stop, Stop Steve. Steve. Show me what you can do with the tongue. Stop. Stop. Michael. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you tie my bow tie? Okay, Please. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> All right, Steve, before we get started uh, talking about self, self-worth, how's uh, Dry January going, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that laugh pretty much it. That's the, all the answer we need. Thanks. Yeah, we're like, uh, Steve Austin, this is, a, this is Dry January for Steve Austin. Let's get him on the podcast. <laughs> See what he's like sober. Yeah. It turns out about the same. Water right now. Either this is either water or like the purest moonshine ever. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um it's it's dryish January. I uh you know what? I it really I've been good. I uh I have gone from drink let's talk about how much I was drinking. All right. I was I was drinking two big ass whiskey drinks a night. Yeah, that's a lot. That's uh, a lot. <laughs> for a year. Yeah. Uh let me tell you something. You know what's embarrassing? I looked at you our, on our podcast last time. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hate. That. I uh, I looked at our at our alcohol consumption for a year and what we were spending oh, a, yeah. a oh, month uh-huh. uh, in the hundreds yes. of dollars. When, yeah. when Mandy and I stopped buying oh. for home, it was like, oh my god, where did all this money come? We from? We might be able to pay off this house. I finally. mean, seriously, Y'all, I mean, really, about two hundred dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. It's, yep, it's a lot mm-hmm. of money. So I uh, so I went December in February. 20th. You're gonna drink hams, right? <laughs> I'm gonna drink what? Switching to hams and Southern Comfort. <laughs> so Soco and hams. Hams is, is like a, you can get like a thirty pack for ten dollars. <laughs> oh, I know nothing. It tastes exactly like what you would oh, think it would God, taste like. Yeah. So bad. That's hilarious. So um, yeah, Jan- uh, December twenty second. I went uh, to do last minute. Christmas shopping at the Walmart. Uh, horrible, horrible <laughs> idea three days before Christmas. But there, uh, there was the blood bus was there uh, for people to donate blood. The Life South bus. Blood bus. The blood bus. Yeah. So I, uh, so I went. I hadn't given blood in years, years. And uh, I went. And long story short, three days later, uh, got my cholesterol, Matt Polly. Yeah. And uh, it's through the roof. What I mean, is it? What is it? Oh, dude. It's I'm I'm humiliated to even tell you. No, you can't be. It can't be as bad as mine. 
296. This is as bad as mine. Okay. Mine's 271. Hey, Lipitor brothers, yeah, am I know. right? What's your LDL? What was your LDL? I don't know. All they give you when you go and and do the the blood thing, they just give you your overall. Well, I'll tell you this. So we'll get we get back to this uh, cholesterol. Um, I was telling Brandon. Brandon texted me the day after I said what my LDL was on the podcast. And he goes, "Dude," he said, "I've spent 13 years in doctors' offices listening to the worst patients they have. I've never heard an LDL that high." <laughs> Yikes! Well, I about. I mean, I was like, "I'm I'm dying." Oh my gosh! So your um, blood's pudding. I said, you know what? All this drinking, uh, I had, you know, two years ago I had lost 35 pounds, was in the best shape of my life, like was for the first time in my life proud of how I looked, like I would actually go, you know, to the pool or whatever and not be nervous about taking my shirt off. Never been that guy in my life. Not get nervous uh, that somebody tried to roll you back into the pool from the deck. Right. And so over the last two years I've gained all of that back. And um, just, man, no energy, whatever. And so I, when I got that 296, I said, this is it. So uh, call the doctor who said, hey, I'm sending, I'm sending Libertor to CVS. Right <laughs> That's now. what they did for me. <laughs> and I said, nope, I'm not going to do it. Um, give me six months. Give me six months. Let me get my diet. Let me get my drinking. Let me start exercising. Let me get all that under control. And if it hasn't drastically changed in six months, fine. And uh, she said, I think you're crazy. I really want you to go. Like, this is against my good advice. And I said, well, give me six months. So we'll see, guys. I'm either, <laughs> I'm either out of here or, well, uh, or I'm going to get help. It was nice knowing you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we had a good run. So if you're going to mix hams and SoCo, just, yeah, just do that. It's called a Birmingham gas mask. <laughs> <laughs> Birmingham Lipitor. It's fantastic. Um, so, okay. So I don't even know where we're at. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, there's, so there was that you were, we we're talking about dry January. Um, the, so, so I've, I've cut out the, the whiskey. I've let myself have four ounces of red wine a night because that's supposed to be good for your cholesterol. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, and there's been plenty of nights that I haven't even done that. Um, and I'm gonna tell you what, Two weeks into cutting all that alcohol out, Lindsay and I both looked at each other and were like, what? Like, what happened? I feel I'm so clear. I've got so much energy. My mind is so clear. Things, like, literally feel brighter. And, um, man, I'm going to tell you what, guys. I realized I've been depressed for a year. Hmm. And it makes sense. You look at how close my granddad and I were. Mm -hmm. And he died in February will be a year. Um, and watching him, the, the hell of Alzheimer's, you know, just tear him away, um, was awful. So he dies. Then I've got, so for my personality, like I do really well when I've got a project. And so I had the Kickstarter for the book. I, I was writing the book, um, publishing the book, promoting the book. And then all that's over and you're left with this just kind of hangover. So I, I had that big letdown. My granddad dying, and man, I was just—I was in a, a hell of a funk. Yeah. And so it's—it's it's crazy to look at it now to be able to look back and go, "Wow, I was—I was in a, a really rough place for a while." Yeah. So feeling good again. Good. 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 So yeah. you're here to talk to us about self worth. Um, who the fuck cares about self worth? Um, <laughs> is it—is it really important, and why? Yep. And who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Hey, I got to throw you under the bus on my podcast with that one. I know. I heard you, Steve. I was listening to your goddamn podcast. That was fun. 
motherfucker is calling me out to make sure I'm listening Just to Just making sure podcast. you were listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there's man. plenty of podcasts that, that people think I listen to. Yours is the only one I actually listen to. So I was just, you know, testing you out. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I told you I would listen to every episode of your shitty podcast, and I'm doing it. <laughs> you did tell me that. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's a good podcast. I do, I do enjoy it thoroughly. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah, so you know what? Self-worth has come out of – it's sort of my – I guess it's my next thing after Catching Your Breath. I sent out a poll – Catching Your Worth? To, say it again. Catching Your Worth? Yes. Catching it's a your, sequel. Yeah. Um, I sent out a poll to about 1,000 people um, in November and said, hey, if I could teach you anything in 2019, what would it be? And like overwhelmingly, it was self-compassion – self-worth, self-esteem. And so, man, I just did the deep dive over the last couple of months going, what's, what's the deal with this? And so, um, is it that important? I think if you think that it's important, whether or not you hate yourself, then, then yeah, it's important. Um, if you, if it's important, whether you love yourself or hate yourself, then yes. If you, um, if it's important, whether you respect yourself or you're constantly self-sabotaging, you know, then yeah, I think we're talking about are you are you able to be a friend to yourself and be kind to yourself or are you your own worst enemy? So, you know, I, the last time, I think it was the last time I was on the show, which, <clears throat> you know, was <clears throat> the last time I was on the show. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll post but, that episode in the show notes. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> but <laughs> I mentioned. In fact, we've deleted it from our. <laughs> from our <laughs> that which shall not be named. Yeah. Whatever. If Sarah Fader's episode's still up, <laughs> kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Well, uh. <laughs> But um, it, I think it was the last episode that I mentioned. That <laughs> <laughs> Back it up. <laughs> I think it was the last episode when I talked about that I'm pretty sure I nearly died from a lack of self-esteem, from sure. shame, just as much as from depression. And, oh my gosh, all that I have learned from counseling, from giving myself permission to not constantly be hustling for my worthiness – you know, trying to prove myself to my friends and family and to God, whatever that means. This self-worth thing is, is huge. Um, <clears throat> there's a quote by C.S. Lewis that says, don't let your happiness depend on something you may lose. And so I think that ties into this self-worth thing big time, because if all we're ever doing is looking outside of ourselves to prove our worth, then we're always going to be frustrated. Right. We're always going to feel that sense of loss. If we turn it around, though, and find that our value is already inside of us, you know, Michael is unique, and everybody said a big amen. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's unique. Brad's unique. There's nobody on earth exactly like Steve Austin. Thank God. But Yes. Thank God. The world cannot handle more than one. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. (laughs) But whether other people approve of you or not, your value is the same. That's the whole point of this self-worth thing, that whether other people love you or not, you are worthy of love and safety and belonging and, and of creating the life that you want to create. So I think that shame is probably, if not the biggest, it's one of the biggest obstacles to, healthy, to a healthy sense of self-worth. So, so yeah, what, it's a big okay, deal. So let's... Let's back up just for a second. Okay. What? How do you define self worth? I mean, 
are we are you talking about self esteem? Are you talking about self confidence, or is it all the same? Like, how do you define self worth? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that a lot of times when people are talking about self esteem, they're talking about something that happens externally to make them feel better okay. or to make them feel worse about themselves. So self worth is different because it's it's innate. It's it's born in you. You're born with worth. Period. And so, all right, so I would define self-worth like this. Self-worth is knowing that no matter what you do or who you are, you are worthy. You're worthy of every everything good that your life can bring. You're worthy of loving. You're worthy of being loved unconditionally. Self-worth is that inherent knowing that you have value to give to the world. So I think when you're aware of that, that it's just there, that you just have it because you're a human being, then you can share that with other people. And it's it has this amazing cycle of I share my self-worth with other people. I remind them of their self-worth and it just continues to build and it has this sort of ripple effect on other people. Self-worth is a big deal. So you're saying if it self like true self-worth has kind of a, ge- a generative effect to it? think so yeah and it's something i mean the way you're talking about it it seems like self-worth is something that's innate to you and to everybody and it it almost would seem like self-esteem would be the person who recognizes and understands that Mm. yeah i like it yeah that maybe the self-worth is the is the soul piece it's that piece that's built in and then self-esteem is what connects it to your brain yeah i could i'd buy that okay good yeah yeah. Hooray, um, I'm useful. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm having a wonderful time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how do you know if you have low self-worth? Or would that mm. be so, or, or would that be self-esteem now that we've redefined everything? <laughs> <laughs> how do you know if you have low self-worth? You fuckers got pen and paper? Absolutely, no. Absolutely not. No. What did we look like, Steve? This is why we have a podcast. We're not writing a book. We're, we're, we're <laughs> are, going to a podcast. Are we cave right, people? Well, we think, have computers. We're just trying your... to kill an hour here, Steve. So <laughs> Computers haven't made it to Alabama yet, but you're going to be pretty shocked <laughs> when they do. Answer these questions to yourselves. Do you engage in negative self-talk? Check. Does your inner voice tell you that you can't do something, yes or no? That's number one. Number two. Do you have people in your life that make you feel negative or unworthy? Yes or no. Number three, do you allow the fear of not being good enough to hold you back from trying new things or setting new goals? Say that again. Do you allow the fear Mm -hmm. of not being good enough to keep you from trying new things or setting new goals? So it's that shame piece. Okay. Do you have a general feeling of not being good enough? So just that that constant, you know, sort of shame cloud over your head. Uh, number five, do you have a lack of pride in your life? Are you like, are you proud of yourself? Do you just have just that sort of, you know, that the good kind of pride. Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to be keeping a tally of this? I am. Okay. <laughs> yep. Two more. Are you less capable than the people around you? Yes or no? Can and you talk last... about? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Yeah. That a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, are you less capable than the people around you? It's just that what I would do you say believe yes. about yourself? No matter who I'm around. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was yeah. Think of so, the same thing of myself. Okay. All right. Good. Well, I got a link to send to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah, paying for your you goddamn life course. coaching. <laughs> <laughs> this is free. Hey, it's a sir, 
for real, we'll talk about it at the it's end. It's 69% um, off. But there's a, yes, it is. Uh, it, I've, I've done a 10, I've put together a 10 part e-course all about rebuilding your self-worth. Totally free. No strings attached, no nice. catch whatsoever. So I do want to tell people how to get there. Um, but yeah, are you less capable than the people around you? I don't know that there's a whole lot to say about it other than if you answer yes to that. And if you answer yes to that in pretty much every scenario, probably got a little work to do around your self-worth. Hmm. Okay. So is that all of those? Nope. Last one. Okay. Do you wish you could have more respect for yourself? Are we, is this a, a D group situation? Where we're going to reveal our numbers. <laughs> yes. I'll reveal, I'll reveal mine. This I'm is fine. A D group situation. <laughs> next, next episode, we're talking about DTR. <laughs> did, y'all, did y'all ever do that? Define the relationship? No. Oh, my God. oh that horse shit. I think that was the uh, Presbyterian. It must be an Alabama thing. Define the relationship. Where everybody's related to everybody else. What did they do? How did they do that? What is that? That was if you know you start out. What is it if you're not? No, if you're not dating, but you're. What's the what's the fancy Christian word? Uh, Fuck buddies. Courting. 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 It's called that anal, person. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not dating, but you're butt fucking. Yeah. Uh, no. Anyway, DTR. I've defined That's my relationship as anal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, the Lord is on board. <laughs> the Lord is on board. <laughs> Okay, okay, so I've got uh, yes, no, yes, yes, no, yes, yes. How many yeses is that? That's uh, uh, several. That's five out of seven. So, oh, and so I'm going to go ahead and say that I have a pretty. Well, low see, I would say that like mine varies depending on the day. Honestly, thank you, mental health. That's probably. That's <laughs> I mean, probably. The, yeah, I mean, too. that I could probably say the same of myself. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I think a lot of people probably would fall in that that boat as well. Like they're not fully on the spectrum of uh, at the one end of I love myself and think nothing but good things, and the other end being I'm a low life piece of shit that belongs under Brad's house. Like, um, so I think a lot of people probably fall in the middle. I would guess, of uh, yep. just depending on the day, depending on mental health, because um, that certainly. I mean, you and I have had those conversations. That certainly plays a factor. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. The way that I put it out here. Um, that's kind of a, a intro to the to the course thing that I'm doing. And so what I said is, if you answered yes to one of those, okay, you're I, I only answered yes to one. Okay, well there you go. So what was um, it? What oh was well, lotty fucking. Is, no, is I'm sorry. I just don't. <laughs> I think I'm pretty fucking cool, man. What can I say? So what, what you know, was the thing? If I have for you, isn't it scary to think if we had to say Michael maybe is the healthiest of the three? Like that's oh, there's no, no question. I was going to say you'll hear no argument. That's no terrifying. That. That's that is terrifying. Really scary. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, people take spiritual advice from us. Go figure. Yeah. yeah. Well. My God. There <laughs> yep. you go. No, I mean I've struggled with this my entire life. Uh huh. I mean, I Most think it was pretty. It was one of the Hillary episodes. I tried to get her to fix me, and she couldn't. Um, <laughs> And she's a liturgist, so she can't fix me. <laughs> Nobody can. They're making millions. If so, she can. like, yeah, I, man, I just, I have always struggled with this. Um, I don't know if it's just a personality flaw, or, or if I just need to get out of my own ass or what. I don't know. But like, 
Yeah, I, I have, you I've definitely need to get forever. out of your own ass. I mean, that's probably true. Well, you're going to anal apparently, so, so. Uh, you'll just end up in the news feed. It's all right. Whatever. <laughs> very true. Play Indiana them. man <laughs> crawls out of his own ass. <laughs> so tell no, us, tell I, us the the, the breakdown. I want to hear the breakdown of what we should do with each number. Okay, I will. But I, Matt, well, don't give away the whole course. Well, I mean, no, I won't. But I think that you do have to know that, like you're in the same boat as like almost everybody else. I think self-worth issues impact everybody at least at one point or another. Sure. So yeah. So please, my God, don't think well, it's just me. And that was, Brad, uh, so here's way, how, here's how I broke it down. Yes. If you answered yes to one of those, you probably got some self-esteem issues. Just you one, answered, you know, maybe there's yes something to five. You are fucked. <laughs> you, well, that's exactly how I, yeah, that's exactly how I left it out. <laughs> that's how he Two starts all his coaching sessions. Yes. <laughs> Two to four. Uh, if you if you have two to four yeses, then yeah, it's more likely that you're dealing with some self worth issues. And if you have five or more, <laughs> you're fucked. No, uh, <laughs> five or more. This has been life coaching with Steve Austin. Five or more, go to pastors.cybpod.com. Oh, huh? You like that? Yeah. That is not a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Pastors.cybpod.com. That's terrifying. Welcome. I was going to make it jizzmuzzle.com, but then I figured there'd be this whole thing of I'd have to go to, you know, get your GoDaddy information. Yeah, we already do have jizzmuzzle.com. It is a real thing. So, anyway. Yeah, that's how I broke it down. Okay, so uh, I got some work to do. Well, we, but we all, I mean, that's the thing. Like, we all do. I mean, it's something I, mean, I knew. Like, looking at this topic, I was like, oh, shit. What did like, you say that website was again? It is Pastards dot cyb that's for catching your breath by my book uh pastors dot cyb pod sure uh it says dear xfinity customer you have sent no nope, well, i got it just put it no, up I'm in. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, oh yeah i got it now um i yep. sure it's not cupping your breasts wow <laughs> upping you pretty pretty sure it's not pretty sure it's not although this picture wow. in the photo section is uh certainly revealing no no <laughs> god damn it man <laughs> that's how we get people to go to the website yep bastards pictures of steve with a, pictures C-Y-B of steve with a hand bra all right <laughs> good god okay um so what what if it's what if you're not sure about your self-esteem but you're so i get like um you know, Beth and I have had these conversations, and my therapist and I have had these conversations, that I get in, man, just a, it's not even depression, I don't think, it's just like this melancholy funk. Oh, yeah. Um, how do you know it's, and, and when you get in a funk like that, you can probably relate, when you get into a funk like that, that's when it becomes harder to um, sort of acknowledge your own, you know, innate value as, a, as yeah. just a human being. Um, yeah. How, how do you... I, especially in a funk like that, how do you change your mindset? Because we all go through those funks. I mean, yeah. it's not like you're. I was in one most of the day today. Yeah, I mean, it's just so, yeah, it's just yeah. you just go through it sometimes. It just happens. Yeah. It is so. It, it's super tough for me because people have this picture of me in mind that I'm Tigger twenty four seven, and so <laughs> if I'm ever not Tigger and I'm Eeyore, it like it, the guilt around that sure. and the shame around that of. Man, Steve, like, you know, just let him put the quarter in your back and do the little dance. And it's like, but some days <laughs> yeah. you just like you can't fucking do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think everybody has those just kind of funky days. Um, so th- I think there's a few things you can do. I think um 
just being around people that lift you up, being around friends sure. um, or, or safe family. <laughs> Sometimes I think friends feel more safe than family these days. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, anybody that just helps you feel loved, that reminds you that you're worthy of love. People who just, you know, just sort of fill you up. Be around those people. Um, the other thing that works really well for me is just getting outside, just being out in nature, putting my phone down. I love, we have a, like, we're so lucky. We have this gorgeous walking track, um, that's less than a quarter mile from the house. So I walk to the track and then it's this just beautiful, um, trail that follows the Creek. So I leave my phone at the house and go walk. You know, it mm-hmm. takes me to go to the end of it and back it takes me an hour. Yeah. Um, so just getting outside, being out in nature and just sort of wiping the slate clean, um, is a really good one. Another thing you can do is volunteer. Just getting out and practicing empathy and compassion kind of gets you outside of yourself, gets you out of that shame spiral. Um, helping, just helping other people will help you feel better, I think is a, a really good one. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I, I was in a funk a couple nights ago and it was last night. And there was it a couple was, nights before oh, that. Okay. Right yeah. When we got here, there's been multiple funks this week. So, <laughs> Um, I'm bringing, not bringing the noise, but I am bringing the funk. Um, I, uh, and in order to get out of that, I, I didn't even really think about it to get out of it. I, I literally put a new faucet in our sink that's been dripping for like a year and a half now. And I got I'm super impressed. Well, don't be, it wasn't that big a deal. Um, it probably could have been done about 10 times faster by somebody that knew what they were doing. Um, but I, I did that and totally like totally felt better. And so I think I, more and more, I realized that, you know, you're talking about going outside or. Um, going for a walk or just basically changing the scenario, changing the scenery. Yeah. Um, to me, you know, it's, I talked about um, on our uh, bonus pod, the uh, pastor's the, butt club. Yep. Yeah, the pastor's book club, the, the, the five senses. Pastor's actually, butt club. Yes. <laughs> that's Steve, coming. The pastor's butt just club. Checking um, the, uh, that's, that's uh, PBC dot CYB dot com. That's your fault, Steve. Um, yeah, shove it up your butt. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, Michael. No. Do it. You do it. No. Do it. What are you talking about? You're about to play the shove it up do your butt. It. Do it. I would never shove it up your butt. Shove it up your butt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, the, you know, my th- the thing Yay. my therapist talked about when I'm in a, you know, struggling and kind of living out of that lizard brain that we sort of regress oh, yeah. to um, is to use the five senses. See things. Touch things. Mm-hmm. Uh, taste yep. things. Smell things. Hear things. Like. List yep. like really engage the senses because it draws Jerking you off. it draws you back into the reasoning part of your brain, um, the the more cognitive parts of your brain where you can think through and go, oh, I'm not a worthless piece of shit, or oh, That's exactly right. This situation is going to be fine, and it brings you it just brings you back into the present. So the more and more I'm thinking that like, you know, re- replacing the, the kitchen sink or the kitchen faucet, or going for a walk, or doing literally anything that changes the scenario, changes the scene goes a long way towards bringing you out of those kind of funks. It's amazing when you just get out of that cycle. You know, I'm I'm sitting on my couch and I feel like shit. And for the next three hours, I'm going to sit on the couch yep. and tell myself just how much I feel like shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's probably not the best idea. Which digresses yeah. into I am a piece of shit. And yeah. digress. I mean, it just it just it's yeah. just a, it literally just spirals out of control. Yeah, yep. it's horrible. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, yeah, anything that you can do to just get out of that. Grounding exercises. I love grounding exercises. Just like if I'm if I'm in a total panic, this is more the anxiety side of things than the depression side of things. But if I'm in a total panic and I'm really spun up, just to slow down for a minute, take a breath, and remind myself literally, it's Sunday. 
It's January 20th. It's 635 in the evening. I'm sitting at my desk. Mm-hmm. I can feel the chair underneath me. Mm-hmm. There's a desk in front. Of, you know, just that I can feel the cool. Just reminding myself that I'm an actual person having a real human experience sitting right here and I'm OK. Like it feels really weird to describe it that way. It's just mindfulness. When you do it, it is. It's, it's literally just, it's what the just Buddhist, it's everything the Buddhists talk about. It's just mindfulness. That's it. Yep. Yep. It's a big deal. Sometimes just drawing yourself back to your breathing and focusing on each breath in and out slowly is enough to draw you back. Yeah. Yeah. So on your podcast, uh, Catching Your Breath, um, yeah. by his book, um, <laughs> you've, you've started sharing you know weekly affirmations for your um, Patreon supporters. I listened um, to the first one. It was really good. Uh, Did you? Thanks, buddy. Is, so, I mean, is that connected to this whole self-worth thing that we're talking about? I mean, do... Um, do the affirmations, do you know if the affirmations have had any real positive effect on people that have supported you? So, you know, I don't know about my specific people because the show's brand spanking new. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but I think that I do know that affirmations and, you know, we talk about mindfulness. It has a, a real effect on your brain. Yes. Um, I think back to taking, uh, an abnormal psychology class in college and them just barely touching on the neuroscience mm-hmm. and talking about how we rewire our brains. You know, if it's, if it's been ingrained, literally ingrained in you and those neurons are firing over and over and over, you're a piece of shit, you're worthless, you're a piece of shit, you're worthless over and over and over that you have to literally rewire them by saying, I'm worthy of unconditional love. Uh-huh. I am enough. Yeah. I will always be enough. You know, simple stuff. I mean, it's, it, some people say an affirmation. Some people say a mantra. So the on the podcast, I'm doing these just like five to seven minute affirmations, you know, soothing music in the background. Um, and it's three or four paragraphs of an affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sometimes that's even too much for somebody to start with. So literally one sentence. Yeah. I deserve good things. Yeah. You know, I'm worthy of love. Whatever it is that fits your scenario and you get up and you do it first thing in the morning maybe three times, five times, ten times, whatever you need to do. Um, and then I repeat them to myself again at night. Um, there are times that I forget to do it in the morning when I get up just because, you know, parenting and kids and whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so I do it before I get out of the car and go into the office just to put myself in that good headspace and say, you know what, I'm I, this is going to be all right. And I, I am actually worthy of love and I do actually deserve good things. And I'm not actually a piece of shit. I am enough. Um, that stuff is, is really important. And the, yeah, the neuroscience behind building habits in your brain is amazing, but please don't ask me to teach it because I will totally, well, I know it'll be that, like, uh, it'll be like Tim Allen and Wilson. You know? <laughs> well, I, know that, I know that Richard Rory, I'm the only one who knows what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Good. I know who I watched home improvement. Are you kidding me? Home improvement. Um, I know that Richard Rohr has talked about that. You know, the Holly, uh, he's sweet, he's, sweet Holly. Go ahead. He's Go talked ahead. to he's talked to brain scientists who have said that it takes 15 seconds of conscious thought to make a positive statement stick in your brain. 15 seconds. Yeah. So basically, a positive with a negative thought. A negative thought is almost like Velcro. It, it immediately sticks in your brain. It takes no. Yeah, you don't have to think about it all. It immediately sticks in your yeah. brain. If somebody uh, says you're a piece of crap, it automatically yeah automatically sticks in your brain. Whereas a positive affirmation of some kind has to be almost meditated on for at least 15 to 20 seconds because a positive thought sort of almost acts like Teflon. Like it sort of slides off unless you really wow. focus on that. I mean, they, they've proven they've proven this scientifically. Like I believe, but you know, you think about any of us, you, you, 
build me up, tell me good things about myself, that's great. And one person comes up and tells me something negative oh, or yeah. something wasn't good enough, especially, my God, especially my personality type. Yeah. Holy cow. What Just is that your personality one thing, type? That Enneagram 3, baby. Mm. Three wing four, right? Because I think you and I had this discussion on before. I, three. I, the more and more I dive into this thing, pretty much identical. I, think, I think I'm a three with even wings. Mm. Three with a bat wing? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, only when it's sweaty. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, backup, backup anyway, sound dot gif dot, or dot wave. Dot JPEG. <laughs> um, Speaking of bats, why? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, nope, let him finish. <laughs> why, of all the animals in the animal kingdom, why did we decide that their shit is the craziest? That's a good question. What do you mean? You talking about guano? Oh, you call somebody batshit crazy? Oh, huh? It's a also, serious question. Is it guano a philosopher? Really, like valuable too? According to Ace Ventura, too, it is. Guano. <laughs> I don't know. Is what are what we I, doing? I don't know. We do no really went off track there. Um, yeah. Anyway, guano. Uh, What's your favorite bat? Stop it. Mine's Eastern <laughs> Pipistrel. <laughs> Mainly because of the good. name. It's pretty fun <laughs> to say. Eastern yeah. Pipistrel. It's fun. Michael, do you want to ask a Michael, question? Michael, Guana going to finish this or not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can ask a question. Um, I don't even... <laughs> Where are we? Oh, uh, Shut up, John. Um, what role does uh, self-worth play in relationships? Mm, I got asked that this week. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. Um, my podcast last week um, was about self-worth. And after podcast. that one, I got an email. By my from a podcast. Guy, by my podcast. I got an email from a guy saying, so how does this work in relationships? Married guy um, and just sort of stuck in, stuck in the yuck. And so, um, man, I think self-worth is, it plays a real big deal. Um, whether you're talking about a romantic relationship or working relationship, friendship, whatever, your own sense of self-worth is super important. And I think one of the biggest reasons is that it keeps you from letting yourself be taken advantage of. Mm. So, so if you've got this innate sense of your own worth, you're far less likely to be taken advantage of or treated in a way that is less than what you ultimately deserve. So you think about the person in that really toxic relationship who or abusive relationship and they stay there because they think I don't deserve any better or I'm never going to find any better or maybe this is just what I deserve. Maybe I, just, I don't have much to offer. And so they stay in that unhappy, toxic, inappropriate, abusive relationship because they don't believe they're ever going to find anything better. So I think self-worth is huge. So basically I don't, I, I have values. So I don't have to put up with this bullshit anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I actually do deserve safety, love, and belonging. So I'm I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. So you've you've talked and written a fair amount um, about you know the hustle for worthiness and the fear of rejection. How does that feed into your own? How does that feed into your own sense of self worth? It's a killer. That um man, that hustle for worthiness. It I mean, it just it literally wore me out. Nearly killed me. Um, I was, do y'all listen to armchair expert Dax Shepard's podcast at all? No, huh? no. Oh, I've listened to an episode. Of, of course it. you have. 
Well, okay, so Why I just not? started. Is there anything you haven't listened to? It. It's Jeez. actually really good. Um, I have only just listened- unbelievable. Yeah, he. Yeah, of course he's listened to. Hey, it's what every- what I do instead of throwing breaking sunglasses in my car. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> I've only done that twice. <laughs> so he um, he was interviewing Sean Hayes from Will and Grace, mm-hmm. the guy that plays Jack. Yeah, and. So here's these two guys, super successful, hilarious, grown men, and they're talking about growing up fatherless. Hmm. And both of them, and I like, this is, I'm going to just tell you my assumptions. I would have, I would have expected that from Sean Hayes. I wouldn't have expected that from Dax Shepard. Just looking at their, their overall experience and what I think I know about both of them but you've got a, a gay guy and a straight guy, right? And just two very different personalities. And they're both talking about how, to this day, they spend all this time looking for approval and acceptance from other guys. And so you've got Dax talking about, yeah, it's why I have tattoos. It's why I drive a motorcycle. It's why I'm you know, doing all these daredevil stunts all the time, getting myself in trouble, because I'm always looking for approval and acceptance from other guys. And then you have Sean kind of on the other end of the masculinity spectrum saying, I'm always doing the same thing, looking for a father figure in any straight man I know. Hmm. So I think the, that hustle for your worthiness, that desire to be approved and to be accepted is universal. And I, mean, I guess there's probably somebody out there who's had this just perfect upbringing that's never had to look outside themselves for their worth and their value but for somebody like me anywhere close to me it's 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 not normal we don't want it to be the norm but i think it's typical that we base how we feel about ourselves based on what we see reflected in other people yeah do they like me how can i get them to like me more you know it's that kind of thing um I think that most of us have been rejected at some point, whether we're talking about a, a business rejection because you didn't get the job you wanted or uh, personal rejection. Your friends went out and didn't invite you a romantic rejection. You get put in the damn friend zone, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, it, rejection hurts. Steve, I feel like you've got some experience with that. True or false? Maybe. Yeah, I was always the friend. Oh my God, I was always the friend. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so, Steve was you know. Ducky. Always the friend, never the dick. That. Wow. Uh, backup noise dot wave. Jeez. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think when when you are familiar with rejection, you assholes. When you're familiar with rejection, it it helps you if you can remember that the rejection is hardly ever about you. It's almost always about the person who's doing the rejecting, right? That's it's the mm-hmm. whole the four agreements thing. This is never about me. It's always sure. about the other person. Um, I think that's real important, and. And then I think you just have to you have to give yourself some grace because it's really difficult to refuse to allow rejection to harm your sense of self-worth. But if you can get to the place where you stop taking everything personally, you try to remain in this optimistic kind of headspace. Um, and then, my gosh, how often do you all talk about how suffering is such a great teacher? Mm-hmm. Heartache and disappointment, rejection, all of that can be an incredible teacher if you let it. Yeah. 
So let me ask you, you, you talked, you're, you talked about relationships, you know, specifically, you know, the father relationship with, you know, Sean Hayes and, um, you know, Brad and I are brothers for those of you who are new to the podcast. Welcome. Sorry. Um, about Wait, first, you mean there's sorry about the first 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> those two voices that keep talking to each other. Yeah, exactly I know. Right? Alike. Yeah. Um, you know, Brad and I grew up same house, same parents, same upbringing, um, literally went through the same experiences for the most part and yet i would i would say and brad you can disagree with this if you want that you probably struggle with self-worth more than i do oh sure i mean i definitely have but you it's you definitely you struggled with it more well i don't know i probably struggled with it a lot as a kid but then made up for it by being an asshole that's possible yeah at at any rate i mean even as adults you probably struggle a little bit more with it than i do i agree with that how much does and this isn't on our pre-approved list of questions? Um, how much does uh, personality type have to do with self, like how we see ourselves? Ooh, I'm not gonna make up a bullshit answer and tell you that I know the answer to that and make it sound all pretty. I, I don't know how much. I would assume that it has a lot to do with it. Um, you look at again. You, I think back to that abnormal psychology class from college, and you talk about identical twins. I remember a girl sitting there asking about identical twins in this conversation of of nature versus nurture and all of that. And you know, but what about identical twins? Well, you still don't have the exact same. Right experience you just don't none of right. us do right um so yeah, yeah that's not a great that. answer sorry, sorry. You the bus there and put you on the spot yeah, but I just, that's okay i mean my my assumption would be that i mean brad and I are definitely different personality types yeah and we definitely handle things completely differently yeah even though we think pretty much identical thoughts about literally everything um we definitely handle life completely mm-hmm. differently so i would i would wager guess to say that it has a lot to do with it so if i was just spitballing yeah, yeah i think so too yeah all right, Michael. Well, yeah. uh, do you do you really think uh, social media is a big deal when it comes to your sense of self worth? Yes. Uh, and <laughs> do you does, really? I'll just answer you're for asking you. me, but do you really? Do you really think it is? Um, you just asked me, but who said yes, man? I did. Yeah. Uh, you think it is for real? I think it can be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't too. think it is for everybody, but I think it definitely yeah, can. I don't be. think it's a blanket statement, but yeah, no. I think for sure it can. I, I think it is what you make yeah. what you make it to be. And yeah. it's very easy to to go down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. yep. and, and to make it about your self-worth. Because there's likes involved. There's, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, people, That's what it people is. put you're, pictures you're of their. You're putting their... your entire self-worth in the hands of other people and saying. Yep. Yep. You know. Oh, yeah. Tell me that you love me. Tell me that you like me. Yeah. It, that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, for me, I think it's the biggest thing. Is like you see all these people with, with quote unquote perfect kids. Uh, and you yeah. look at yours and go, "What the hell did I do wrong? Yep. Like, yep. why are why is my kid screaming because he can't play his yeah. video game right now? Like, yeah." And you know that, and, and deep down, you know that everybody else deals with this kind of shit. But like, but they're not putting it on. But they're not media. putting it on social media. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so that's Absolutely. I think for me that's the biggest thing. It's not like, I mean, I don't see people and go, "Oh, they're a lot better looking than I am." It's not that's not a thing that I consider or worry about. Um, but things like just how their life looks overall yeah. is something that I, I tend to have to, I really have to wrestle with and fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big I don't deal. Hardly I ever get on Instagram because of that. I just don't, it's like, see, Instagram I doesn't to bother care. me. It's the interactions that bother me. It's that like y'all talk about Twitter a good bit and how much you hate it. I would much rather spend time on Twitter than Facebook, hmm. but I think maybe it's just the difference in people like Could Twitter yeah. to me. And maybe it's the people I follow on there, but like yeah. Twitter to me, I don't like, I don't have issues on Twitter, but God, whoo. 
Facebook. Well, Jesus. you do on Facebook, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it, it, it is exactly <laughs> what you make it. So if you've got a bunch of uh, of family that um, spouts off on Facebook, you're not going to enjoy it as much as you know everyone you followed on Twitter that agrees and thinks similar to you. I'm literally friends experience. with one family member on Facebook. One. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So it, it literally is what you make it, but it can it be. It is. Yeah. But I think the, yeah, the, the danger for me is it's that expectation of constant positive feedback. Give me likes, give me hearts, comments, retweets, yeah. stroke my ego. Yep. And if that's the way that you think you're going to, build or maintain your self-esteem by just handing it over to thousands of people, it's not going to work. Um, so I don't, I I don't like I'm there, I'm on social media constantly. It's the way that I have grown and maintain and continue to grow my business. Um, but if my personal worth is caught up in it, then I'm in a trap. So I'm not saying you got to be some social media monk. You don't have to stop, you know, sharing shit, but I think that you can take control of how much time you spend there. Man, these timers, the the thing, mm-hmm. whatever it is on the phone, it's yeah. the coolest yeah. thing ever. It's the coolest thing ever. Yep. Um, so I think that's important. I think don't make it your default activity. You yeah. know, you got that five minutes of downtime and whatever you're doing, you just automatically pick up your phone so you don't have to make eye contact with another human being. <laughs> <laughs> and you, um, can, you can set up like the, the, the inside the app, you can set up like restrictions for what you do. So you can break that habit because it is just a habit right. of you just picking it up, mm-hmm. turning yeah, it on, going yep. to that app, yep. clicking on it and then scrolling through. Mm-hmm. Like yep. That's just, it's, it's second nature. Yeah. Muscle so memory. Yeah. you have to, you have to put steps in there to block it out yourself. It's yeah. not just something you can, like sometimes you literally can't control it. So yeah, yeah. a buddy of mine, and I, I thought this was really interesting just the other day, a buddy of mine, my age, when they go to his parents' house, so the, the kids' grandparents, um, they have a, a phone bucket and they drop their phones in the bucket when they like, if they're going over there for dinner or whatever, they put their phones in the bucket, um, and sit down and eat without the distraction of the phones. Yeah. Yeah. And like everybody plays along and does it. And I yeah. think, yeah, that's, you know, just stuff like that. Just being present with people. Um, I think that like, why not get off social media for a little while? Do the Brandon Andrus, you know, every six weeks thing and get off it for a week or whatever. <laughs> Where you know? is Brandon Andrus? <laughs> Where is he? Is he alive? Who? We're going to have to put up posters. Never heard of her. Yep. Where in the world <laughs> is Brandon Andrus? There's a new Carmen Sandiego series on netflix michael is it already launched it's launched we watched it today three uh, i'll watch it i'll binge watch it tomorrow <laughs> don't worry about it i'll watch it i will episode. somehow watch 74 episodes in five hours don't worry i am michael bates i watch it on one and a half speed it's fine <laughs> it's a, man i do wish there was a way to do that it would be kind of th- cool. I think you'd lose the nuance of a tv show if you did that eh, same with a podcast anyway all right same with porn wait what what just kidding. It was a joke. Is, it, is there a new? Never mind. Um, Shove it up your butt. <laughs> hmm. God. Nobody beep, cares about the storyline. Just get to the beep. good parts. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> There's not even a pizza in that box. <laughs> it's my dick in a box. Yes. <laughs> That's not real sausage. He lied. <laughs> I don't think she's actually a librarian. <laughs> 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 Okay, seriously, we could probably do this all night. We're not going to, though. (laughs) That guy definitely doesn't look old enough to be a teacher. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. (laughs) 
Let's let's stop right now because there's there's I'm nowhere nowhere positive it can go from here. So. <laughs> You're gonna get comments right. about this in the pub. Uh, Jeez, we've, we've I'm gonna got, go ahead and say fuck you early. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, gosh. Uh, so we've got one more question. Then I have a game I want to play. Okay, but I can I have to make one confession real quick because I know Matt's gonna give me hell over this. So I'm when I'm building a course or writing a blog or whatever, I'm always looking for good quotes. So there's this quote by Elizabeth Gilbert mm-hmm. that says, never forget that once upon a time in an unguarded moment, you recognized yourself as a friend. Well, I love the quote and I'm throwing it in and then I go to look her up and I'm reading her bio and I realize she's not the lady that wrote Harry Potter. What? Wow. You thought what? that was Harry Potter? Yep. You thought Liz Gilbert was Harry Potter? Yeah, I thought it was the same lady. Uh, yeah, different oh, person. wow. Oh, my God. God, <laughs> Elizabeth Gilbert. Yep, different person. Yeah, so, not even go. close to the I same. I said, person. "Boy, Matt Polly's going to have a field day." Wow, fantastic! I was going to make a Stuart yep. Smalley reference earlier, but uh, I know you don't uh, know who that is either. My God, no. No. wow! Talk about self worth. <sighs> good yeah, enough. Buddy. I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, gosh darn people, it. Like people like me. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. okay. I've heard the quote. That's <sighs> yeah. No. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, well, you got one more question, Michael. Uh, <laughs> What are you doing? Brad. Self-esteem wow. by the offspring. <laughs> oh, wow. How's that for a throwback? Play the bass, everybody. Air bass. <laughs> you know nobody can see you, right? Nobody can see you. I'm having fun. Yeah, I'm still thumping. I'm having fun from and dumping my self-worth, so fuck you. From this thing, it looks like you're tweaking your nips. I am. It's a two for one. You play that bass pretty high, though. Well, sometimes they do. Well, yeah. She turned that shit off. God. <laughs> it's an underrated Steve. band. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> they're fucking terrible. Stop No, it. they're not terrible. They're pretty good. Oh, my God. Never heard it. I can't do this. You never heard of the Offspring? Oh, come on, Steve. He's in Alabama. Of course he hasn't heard of the you Offspring. Know, they'll get there in a few years. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> what did you hear what happened to Nirvana? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, Courtney, Steve. Courtney did it. Tell us about your... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Tell us about your uh, your master class. Tell us about your master class on self-worth. How can people join? What's the catch? Are you going to share dick pics? <laughs> wow. Oh, fuck. Dad gummit. I'm, oh, I'm so mad. My whole goal was to have dick pics keyed up to send y'all during this fucking interview. Man. No, we're I'm good. So really right sad now. that you forgot we're to do good. that. We're good. No, we're Play. good. Oh, Still got the one you sent last time in our mind, so we're good. <laughs> oh, 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 I forgot got that one. one in my mind too. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> that is fierce. Holy shit. Anyway, uh, what was fierce. the question? Oh, my master. master your master class, class Steve. <laughs> Talk about your master How class. Can people get to it. Master. Um, I've so shared the, the link master- in the show notes. By the way, it'll be there. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's that same link. Um, if you just go to pastors.cybpod.com, you can sign up. Literally is free. No catch whatsoever. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. It's just um, 10, it's a 10-step email, uh, email-based course. So you're going to get an email every day for 10 days just on different aspects of how to build or rebuild your self-worth. So you can get it by going to that link, or you can just go to imsteveaustin.com, which is my, my site, my blog, and all that, and download it right there. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the game uh, that we're getting ready to play. I don't know if we should play it or not. 
Oh, please. Oh, let's if play. you're hesitating, we probably yeah. should. Oh, please, <laughs> let's play it. Don't even do this to me. All right, it's NSFW. Can we uh, can we stop the interview and then if we don't want to do it, we can cut it. Yeah, sure. Okay, right. let's let's. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you later. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you'd like to hear, <laughs> if you'd like to hear that uh, that wonderful, um, you don't. It's horrifying. You don't. Uh, that game we played, uh, which is wildly inappropriate, um, <laughs> even for this podcast, we're not going to release it here. You uh, say we. What you it was, mean was this was entirely. It was fault. entirely my fault. I'll own it. It went too far. Um, but if you'd like to listen to how far we go, uh, go on over to patreon.com <laughs> slash bastards podcast. I cannot we, goddamn believe that we're releasing that. Yeah. Well, unlike Steve, we're going to make people pay for the bonus content. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com slash bastards podcast. I apologize in advance. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now that we puked in your seat, you can tell us what you think. The five stars get red, but one star is dead to us. Feedback. Look what you did, you little jerk. I say we blow the fuckers up. No, God! All right. No, God, please, no! Yes! No! Yes! No! Fuck you! No! Jesus Christ. Number seven. It don't matter to Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Number seven. We have top seven. Okay. Top seven. Well, it's been a short week. It's we been record, a we're really short recording week. early. Yeah. Uh, technical knockout, Noel69 at Noel's underscore TK. Hey, TK. At Pastors Podcast, Apologetics are the absolute worst band ever. I'm so <laughs> damn ashamed. They're from Pittsburgh. We need to do one of them on CZM Corner. Oh, God. No. I don't think I could name... I could one of either, their songs. but it would be a. They, I know they did an Inner Sandman cover. <sighs> they did a cover of every. I mm-hmm. think they Wait, did. Who was the Eminem cover? Who was the too. band that did? We listened to it in college that did all the Metallica music, but on strings, like cello. Apocalyptica. And shit. That's right. Yeah, they would do that. They do Pantera. They do all kinds shit, of stuff, dude. I need to. Well, no, it probably doesn't hold up. I don't too think well, it holds up it. too well. All right, it's number, Metallica on cellos. Yeah, like a, yeah. It was pretty cool though. Number six, David Sloss at Dave the Explorer. Hot take on Pastor's Podcast 152, about 40 minutes in. Um, guys, if you're arguing about meditation, you may not be doing it right. <laughs> hashtag Brad is exacerbating. Hashtag don't know the hashtag yet. Number five, Peter M. Olson at Banished Cougar. Hey, Pastor- I hear the story behind that. Hey, Pastor's Podcast, have some compassion for poor. I am Steve Austin. The dude is still in mourning. The guy just needs a hug. Hashtag national championship. Hashtag Bear <laughs> Bryant is rolling over in his grave. Hashtag Bama, Bama pain is everyone's reward. Hashtag Alabama <laughs> is Clemson's lackey. Number four, Brooke Fonseca at Bro- what the Michael, fuck? stop sending your You're stories. Fine. God, you can't You're do fine. that afterwards. You're fine. 
I know if I if I don't do it now, then you'll be mad at me. You'll yell at no, me. No, because I'm not Buster. doing it tonight. You can't do that you on the balcony, buddy. <laughs> Mom says it's too windy. Uh, <laughs> Brooke gets off on being withholding. Brooke Fonseca. Brooke Fonseca. Uh, at Patrick's podcast. Poopy Fonseca. No, no, it's not Poopy Fonseca, Michael. I'm glad someone caught at hashtag God at the bush. Great snatch, <laughs> MJ welcome. Basinger. <laughs> I guess Thanks. that makes me a horrible person too. Hashtag been here too long. I get a lot of compliments on hashtag this Team Michael. <laughs> hashtag the hanging brain. Yeah, Team Michael. He just called you Poopy Fonseca. But, but keep being Team Michael. He's hey, a great person. That's, a gr- that's the best part of it. The great names. Number three, Jordan McKay at Jordan uh, McKay. Uh, at Pastors Podcast, Epitode slash Toad. You're fine. I don't care anymore. 152 was great, although there might be absolutely no meaning to life. And hashtag, I have a bad feeling about this. Hashtag, the hanging brain. What did you say? I've got a bad feeling about this, the, sir. The hanging brain. <laughs> you know what? I just realized I forgot to do hashtags this week. Wow. I only have three. That's great, Michael. Number two, technical knockout, Noel69 at Noel's underscore TK. By the way, boys really, really resonated with the Foofy. I remember after losing the Americanized God, feeling completely lost for years. But now I've realized with the help of you fuck sticks, (laughs) just being me and just being is enough. Hi, TK. Then number one. TK. T-O-K. Oh, nothing. All right. Uh, number one. Yeah. <laughs> no. God. <laughs> I've had enough to drink. I might hit him. I, it's, it, I've gone yeah. past the goofy phase. I'm just angry <laughs> and tired, and I want to go home. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. God. Half the clips you have don't even make sense for fucking anything. Matthew Seymour at Real Matt Seymour. Patches podcast. Strolling through the borough of Islington, I passed Cumming Street and thought of you. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Matt. oh, oh! You know what I'm talking about. Oh, Bumberg Fighter. I had snoo snoo. <laughs> Uh, all right. Michael, that was an accident. God, I was actually trying to clip. Everything you do is an accident, Michael. Uh, Every sound right. clip you have is an accident. Hashtag, are we doing hashtags? Uh, yeah, we're doing. Right. Let me do play the, the song. All right, hold on. Well, we paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our. It's like uh, Nell trying to keep a rhythm. My God. Okay, it's enough, Michael. Don't play the whole clip. It's like 15 minutes long. Brad, what do you have? I just wanted, I wanted to be done. What do you have? And that's why. I hate him. I know. Why do we do this? Every goddamn I could be doing anything. I could be sitting in my recliner at home. Scratching your nuts. Oh god. Uh hashtag basically Tim Robbins. Hashtag show me what you can do with your tongue. <laughs> hashtag the blood bus. <laughs> hashtag the Lord is on board. 
That one's pretty good. Hashtag Guano gonna finish this or not? <laughs> Hashtag always the friend, never the dick. <laughs> no. Hashtag nope. Liz Gilbert wrote Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Courtney did it. <laughs> she did. She blew. It. There's no way you can pull a shotgun with your toe. Uh, uh, hashtag you can close your eyes and mouth. <laughs> See, wait, that's not going to make any sense unless you listen to the bonus content. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, that's right. Patreon.com/slash. Right. Uh, hashtag meet the new Steve, same as the old Steve. Hashtag dragging you in my brain. I don't think that one's going to make any sense either. Uh, hashtag. Oh, it was a Tracy drag. Hashtag because of the firmament. <laughs> 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 hashtag dog sucks own rod. She's <laughs> right there. Hey, Jude. Juder. What's up, Holmes? All right, good talk. All right. And then hashtag my cousin's husband. <laughs> 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 That's great. I've got uh, Soco and Hams. Oh, the, the Birmingham gas mask. I've got Birmingham gas mask. I've got. Is this a D group situation? <laughs> I need to wait till Jude goes upstairs. Uh, play some music. What are we doing, bud? He's getting his uh, oh, yeah. sandwich. Mm. There it is. All right, he's uh, It's called Anal Steve. <laughs> the Lord is on board, uh, and she's a liturgist. <laughs> Cupping your breasts. Pics of Steve with a hand bra. This one may be on the bonus. They don't look old enough to be a librarian. <laughs> I don't remember if that was from that or not. I don't know. Uh, penis latte epidemic. Uh, and I get a lot of compliments on my snatch. <laughs> I feel wow. like a lot of those were in the bonus. No, content. you literally just said that. I just said that. Okay. Uh, I've got hashtag 10 feet into the crawl space. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> that was because I was talking about I got in 10 feet into the crawl space. And... Uh, hashtag show me what you can do with that tongue. <laughs> hashtag hams in Southern comfort. So I don't have very many good ones. Uh, I like uh, Oh sorry go ahead I like blood bus oh, The blood pretty- bus is pretty good I like the lord is on board And I like uh, Liz Gilbert wrote Harry Potter <laughs> I could be I could be talked into any of those What do you think <laughs> As much as I don't want to do it I feel like the blood bus is probably where we're oh, going to land God <laughs> We had cherry flavored blood clots yeah. So like I don't know it's that. I don't know it's as quite right. as bad do as the, that. Do the blood boss. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, God damn it. If you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag, hashtag blood bus. Are we doing blood bus or the blood bus? The blood bus. The blood bus. It's a big difference. Is there? <laughs> no. Uh, Twitter, we're at Pastors Podcast. I probably named Matt, sort of. At MJ Basinger. No, still not. Uh, I'm at MJ Basinger. Yeah, I'm there. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Bastards Podcast. Inglorious Bastards on Instagram. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, IngloriousPastards.com. We do have that new uh, top 10 from last week on there. 
are from a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, support us on Patreon uh, to join the Pastors Pub. Get access to our spinoff podcasts. Um, you know, buy us around and even help shape the content of this show. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. So, we're going to be... I've already closed my computer. Can we go home? <laughs> What are you doing, man? Turn it off. <laughs> what was that? No, it's okay when you play a song. <laughs> it's fucking Ice Cube. No, it's Lil' Cool J. Okay. Around the way, girl. Yeah, same thing. My favorite of his. Doing same it person. Doing it and doing it well. You hear that song? Yeah. yeah yes, heard Michael, song. I've heard that song. Check out Twisted Sisters on their stuff on the on iTunes and uh, Stitcher, maybe. Google Play. We got like six or seven plays on Stitcher. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Yeah, I haven't either. A year and a half. Yeah. I don't give a shit anymore. (sighs) Yep. Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast for for that game. (laughs) 